Yes, you. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We live in a world of digital overload. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create real connections. Once they experience the power of human relationships and their vast capacity for love, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. We take teens from all walks of life on retreats. In this space, they are eager to open up and uncover what matters most. For them, it's pretty simple. Sustained, unplugged, face-to-face connection, a sense of belonging. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as Follow Youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this timely episode, our teens give us a glimpse into their new normal, resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. They open up about their experiences and feelings, sharing not only their struggles, but also the silver linings and new habits that are lifting them during this challenging and unfamiliar time. Their perspectives give us hope in the midst of all the uncertainty. Because we couldn't meet in person, we recorded this online, so please forgive the change in audio quality. We were grateful to connect, no matter how far away. Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm Brenna. I'm Isaac. I'm Momo, and I am grateful that you three have taken the time to talk with me today. It feels timely that we come together, even if it's not in person, but come together and have a chance to talk about how the latest situation in our world with the COVID-19 coronavirus is impacting our lives. And I think, especially uh, for me, I'm interested in the impact that it's having on on you three as young people in our society. Um, None of us have ever experienced anything quite like this, but I think there's something that feels even a little more um, drastic and surprising, unfamiliar, and even scary. And so I'm, I'm looking to find some comfort in at least creating a space where you all can express your feelings and share with others in the world where you are. And perhaps um, because we are all human beings, that there may be some comfort to those teens and adults listening um, by being able to hear your stories and recognize that we are all in this together and maybe experiencing um, similar challenges. And also on the flip side, perhaps um, similar silver linings. So I'm going to get started just with a really basic question and ask you how you are feeling. We often in, in Volo will We'll have a conversation and simply say, how are you feeling in this moment? And I'd love to hear from each of you when you are ready. I think recently 
kind now that school's closed and I'm home, I've been feeling a little tiny bit better because I I don't know maybe it hasn't set in yet the reason why I'm home. But last week in school, it was pretty unnerving simply because you're surrounded by people who are all kind of in the same boat and not really dealing with it the right way. So everybody's talking about it, everybody's joking about it, and it's just kind of smothering. But now that you're home, it's kind of a personally feels a kind of safe space, I guess, to cope with it the way that you would. I'm feeling okay. I mean, there's always the underlying anxiety about something so big and I'm a pretty nervous person so it's not really helping. I'm sad to not be able to see my friends but I don't spend a ton of time with other people so I'm not really feeling that yet but I'm sure that I will. Thanks. I kind of feel like I'm on the opposite spectrum of that. I don't know I feel like I don't do much normally anyways but now that I can't go out and do stuff, it feels kind of, like, suffocating. I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm in my house doing schoolwork. You can't really leave and do anything. Me and my sister went grocery shopping, and that was kind of not great either, though, because there were so many people. Meaning it was it was hard to be with other people and just that fear of... Kind of. My mom has a compromised immune system, so, like, if one of us gets sick, it's not going to be great anyways. But, like, if one of us get, like, the coronavirus, it's not going to be amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And how about you, Isaac? I'm feeling good. I mean, I miss the like social interaction, but I've spent a lot more time with my family and my siblings, and we've done stuff outside just about every day, but today because it's raining, but I'm doing well. And I'm curious how you're feeling, Isaac, in terms of almost the, the bigger picture, how this unfamiliar phenomenon feels to you, aside from kind of how you feel in day-to-day with your family. What are your feelings about this event? It's a little scary, you could say, just affecting so many people, and I'm not worried about myself, but just the amount of people it's affecting is hard to hard to fathom, and it's scary, I guess. Brennan and Momo, does that resonate for you? Yeah, I'd say so. It's definitely scary. Like, I've never been alive during a time where like the entire world is kind of on lockdown. Yeah, me too. There's certainly a surrealness to it. And yeah, it's a funny phenomenon because it's almost like the world is united, but not for good reasons. Uh, united for good reasons in terms of looking out for people's health and well-being. But it's a sickness that's uniting us, I guess, is the yeah the hard part. That kind of makes me wonder a little bit too. Like, like there are a bunch of things that are happening that are relatively good and people are uniting around the globe. But like, is that what it takes? That kind of is sobering. Yes. So I'm curious. I think some of these things may be obvious, but I don't know. It's almost like a marker in time. Can you each talk about what's most, if you were to say, these are the top three things that I miss the most or that are you know, most challenging in my new day-to-day life? What would you say those top three things are? For me, the biggest thing is probably the lack of schedule or like the lack of structure because we have online classes but they're not they don't take up the whole day and they are spread out throughout the day and I think in some ways I've enjoyed that but in other ways it's a little hard I would imagine the biggest thing is just I don't really realize how much I just go out and do something like maybe I'd go out and go to the store or I'd walk around downtown Freeport or something or I'd 
go see friends. And even though I wouldn't do that a ton normally, I mean, I do it enough, but not being able to do it at all, it's, I think like Momo said earlier, it feels a little bit suffocating. Mm -hmm. I feel like my day-to-day life hasn't changed very much. I don't know. I realized yesterday, yesterday was my birthday and my friend John and I We were going to go see a movie, but all of the theaters were closed. And that seems like so odd because like any other week I could see a movie on like any day I wanted. It was really weird. But instead we both like ended up staying at our houses and we like talked. But I feel like I miss school a lot, which is kind of odd because I kind of hate school. And like I'm not very good at it, but I miss it a lot. What do you miss about it, do you think? I think I only miss one class particularly. I like I miss my carpentry class a lot. I don't know. I just miss the people in that class. They're all like very friendly and like they're all from all over Southern Maine. Different schools all send their kids to paths and I feel like I miss them a lot. Yeah, it's those almost those day-to-day interactions that we maybe take for granted a bit until they're not there. How about silver linings? You know, I'm an optimist, so I'm curious if each of you could talk about something good that's come from this shift that's occurred in the last two, three, four, five days for all of us, if you've found any so far. I've spent a lot of time with my family, which, I mean, I'm an only child, so it's just me, my mom, my dad, and so usually we spend a lot of time together anyway, but we've been spending time together in ways that we normally wouldn't. Like Even on a weekend, I'm never really home on the weekends, but last weekend I was home, and this week kind of all feels like a weekend. And we're eating lunch together, which we never really do. And that just seems like such a big change. But I really like it. And my mom and I are baking things and playing music with my dad. And I think that that's how, personally, I think I'm going to get through it, staying sane. Probably on a similar note, I think every day that it hasn't rained, my sisters and I have been out in the driveway playing soccer hockey or something and that's I don't usually I definitely don't do it with my older sister because she's usually at college and then I definitely don't do it as often with my younger sister as I've been able to and that felt really good. I definitely miss social interactions with everyone and but it's kind of like a reset and just being able to take a breath and spend time with your family is nice. I feel like I found a lot of silver linings this week, like everyone else had said. I feel like I'm spending a lot more time with my family, but I also feel like the world is a lot quieter, which is kind of nice because I live in a very like loud neighborhood with a lot of little kids, and it just, it's been quiet the last few days, which is kind of nice, but I kind of miss the yelling. I love that description. It's almost like after a snowstorm or something, that kind of quiet. Yeah. Really interesting to hear what you're saying. It leads me to wonder if you can each talk a bit about what the, no pun intended, the connection has been to your phone and social media during this time. If you feel like maybe you're more tethered or less tethered or the same, I'm curious on any impact you've felt as a result of what's gone on in the last few days. I feel like I'm kind of, I'm a lot more attached to my phone these last few days. I don't usually use my phone very much, maybe like two hours a day. Usually I don't really have much to do on it, but like, I don't, I'm not seeing anyone that I see in like class normally. So I've been texting a lot of them 
And I feel like I've been a lot more on my computer because that's where all of my schoolwork is. Usually, like, if my teacher has paper copies, I'll take those because I think they're easier to focus on. But I kind of don't have that option. So I'm on my computer a lot more, which is a a little odd. It's kind of giving me a headache. Yeah. I agree with Momo about the computer thing. I'm My computer, it's on its last leg. And so I don't really (laughs) spend a lot of time on it because usually, like, Mama said, I'll also take paper copies and the school that I go to usually need to have our computer that much. But recently having so much be on it, it feels a little hectic sometimes because of all the emails coming in and the fact that like people can reach you all the time. But in regards to social media and stuff like that, I feel pretty much the same. I also don't spend a ton of time on my phone, but I'm really realizing the benefits of it. Because normally during this school time I was like I don't care I don't want to talk to these people right now because I see a lot of people every day but now that I don't I realize that sometimes I take some of those friendships for granted and a bunch of my friends and I have been group video calling and things like that and I realize that like I don't know what it would be like to not have that option right now Mm. I think it's like I guess made me have more of an appreciation for these modern tools that we have but I still, I don't feel like tied to it or anything, which is pretty nice. I hope it stays that way. Yeah, I definitely say the amount of time spent on my computer each day is more than I'd like, but that's where all my schooling is at the moment. But as far as my phone goes, I don't have any social media, and so I usually don't use it that much. I've probably been texting friends more now that I'm not interacting with them every day but I don't feel tied to my phone I'm able to put it away like it it died last night and I just made the decision to keep it off and not plug it in until late this morning that felt good so on the topic of school and the new school model you're each at different schools which I'm just curious if you can talk briefly about either what your experiences already are if you've started classes up again or what you might anticipate, just to give, especially adults, I think, a glimpse into what it feels like to learn. And and I put learn in big air quotes because I'm not sure, you know, how you feel about what you're doing, but what it feels like to be in this new way of educating. So my school started the remote learning on Monday. Like they sent emails out Saturday that was like, the school is going to be closed for the next two weeks. Be prepared to learn this week. Check your emails at least three times a day. And then on Monday, we had a a meeting with our crew, which is basically a homeroom, but it was like on Google Hangouts. And it was very glitchy and hard to understand. And after that, my crew advisor reached out to each of us and she asked us our opinions on how she should be teaching. So I feel like our teachers are like kind of hearing everything that they need to hear from the students. Because their initial plans was to do class, but on Google Hangouts, but like seven or eight kids in my crew, and it's like 13 people got kicked out of the chat, and classes are 20 to 30 students, so they decided that that wouldn't be the best idea. So they're kind of all over the place. All of my teachers are using different methods. I have a teacher who's using Google Classroom, and then I have a teacher who's like emailing us worksheets. It's like all over the place. It's kind of hard. So would you say, Momo, not for lack of trying in terms of the educators, you know, having their heart in the right place, but that the technological challenges are making 
learning in this new way, not ideal. I feel like my teachers aren't really communicating with each other because I've heard from other kids in my class that they, they're having a hard time because all of our work's in different spots and I'm, I'm having a hard time for the same reasons. And if our teachers would all just use like the same thing, like if they would all email us or if they would all use like Google Classroom or something, it'd be a lot easier for people to keep on top of it. But like the juniors, they only have to take three core classes that are like required and all three teachers are using different platforms? Um, well, I haven't started online classes yet. I mean, it's a huge reboot for my school because pretty not technological institution. It's taken a bit to work out how that's going to happen. And so far, I mean, I'm not, I got my schedule for next week and it seems okay. I don't mind getting an assignment and then I can do it in whatever way I will, because that's kind of how I learn anyway. But I have yet to see how the class Zoom calls will work. <laughs> I have one for art class, and I don't yet know what that's gonna, what it's gonna pan out like yet. But I'm a little bit excited and a little bit, I guess, apprehensive. Yeah, something new, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't had too much trouble with it. I think all my teachers have done it. And, like, the administration as, as well have done a really good job of making information accessible and, like, so everybody knows what is expected of them. And so that's really nice. Are you all, um, when you're having the classes, are they interactive or is it more things are simply being kind of disseminated online but you're not in community or whatever? Depends on the teacher and the class. Monday we had off and then Tuesday... We met briefly with all of our teachers and classes just to make sure that the software was running. And then, and now we have scheduled classes that some of the teachers are having us have online classes and some of them are just assigning assignments for us to do. And so they're communicating it all well. So it's, it's gone smoothly for me at least. That's great. I feel like it's a time for students to have an appreciation for teachers' flexibility and creativity, and at the same time for teachers to do the same for students, have an appreciation of the way that you all are pivoting and learning a new way of learning, essentially. On a, I don't know if it's a brighter note, maybe, I am curious if there are any new habits or practices or routines, rhythms that have become a part of your lives, even in the last two, three, four, five days that you are appreciating. And you, you mentioned a few kind of activity sorts of things that you've done. I'm curious if there are other small things that you notice about your daily rhythm that are different. I think having so much time, I guess, has made, um, has made me slow down, which is funny. I don't know if that's counterintuitive. Maybe it's not. But I have s slowed down and really realize that now I, I kind of have time to do some things that I always complain about not having any time to do. So I've been doing things that I haven't done since freshman year. Like I've been painting and that's been really nice. And also since I know it's going to be a while of just being in my house, I've been really trying to form a habit of doing something active at least once or twice a day. Um, and that's kind of hard when you get into the rhythm of sitting at your computer and doing work and just kind of chilling out. But once 
I do it, it always feels a lot better. And it feels like I'm not just sitting here the whole time. I also, there was a sports season that I was supposed to start training for that has now been canceled, but I've started training for it anyway. And I think that keeping some old rhythms is pretty important, at least to me. It's great. I really like what Brenna said by saying, like, keeping old habits. Because, like, there are new habits naturally just because we don't have school. But I think what I've found important is, like, keeping old habits of, like, trying to go to bed early, even though my classes don't start until later, or doing things active when it's easy just to sit inside. And so I think the biggest thing for me has been doing more with my family, but also just trying to continue my life as it was. Yes, such a good point, that that sense of normal and continuity even when we have some limitations. I think that's such a valuable thing to point out that there are so many things we can continue to do despite what's swirling around us. I haven't really kept any of my old habits. I feel like the rhythm of my life has like done a complete 180. I used to get up really early and now I get up at 8.30, which doesn't sound that way. I don't know. It's a lot later than I used to get up. And like Brenna said, she's like doing things that she used to do that she didn't feel like she had time for anymore. I feel like I've also started doing that. Last night I, I cooked with my sister, which is something we haven't done since we were in middle school which is kind of crazy because she's about to graduate high school and I'm a junior. And it was something I hadn't necessarily realized I missed, but it was it was a good time. I still got very stressed out with her because she's not a very good cook. <laughs> and I cook a lot, so <laughs> it, it was, it's like stressful. The rhythm of my life has changed, but it's, it's nice. I stay in, I sleep a little longer. I've been cooking with my sister. I've been watching movies with my mom, which I used to do two times a week. So it's like pretty cool. I'm very happy with the change of my life right now. I love hearing that. I think many people are feeling anxious because there's so much uncertainty. You all feel like rays of hope to me. I'm just wondering what might you say to people, especially teens, who may not be feeling quite as calm or really kind of embracing the opportunity that this is presenting? What might you, I don't know, what advice might you give them? I would say that they should try and do something for themselves. I don't know, maybe they should read a book if they haven't read a good book in a long time and they like reading. Or if they like games, they should play a video game or something. Just anything to take their mind off what's stressing them out. I agree with that, yeah. I think also just take things a day at a time. And that's what I have to start doing because... As much as things are also nice, it's still really, it's a scary, scary time. And I think taking things a day at a time and dealing with your emotions and your mental state a day at a time, like I'm just going to work on myself today. I think that is how I'm trying to be in that. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was funny, cool, you mentioned people being anxious about how little control they had. Because when you were talking, I was thinking about how we don't have any control. And so even though that may make people, that can scare people, it can also not be a relief because it is scary. Is it almost like you don't have to worry about being responsible for that piece of it? Yeah, like there's nothing you can do about it. So the best you can do is just embrace it and make the best you can of your situation. Yeah, so well put. Sorry, Brenna, if we forget about living one day at a time and we fast forward a year or even a decade. I'm really curious how you all think 
you might describe this time looking back on it? I think it's going to be funny to say the term social distancing and then people who weren't alive for that time have no idea what you're talking about. And then everybody else is like, oh my gosh, social distancing. The word we none of us knew five days ago. <laughs> exactly. Now it's such a buzzword. I think it's like another big thing that you hear your parents talk about these large, some bad, some good events that they have lived through. And I think that in the future, hopefully we can address this phenomenon like the serious thing that it is, but also to hopefully talk about the good that also came out of it. Because I think environmentally so far, things are happening that are really heartening to see, but also keep the weight of the situation because to a lot of people, it's a very serious, serious thing. But I hope that in the future, we can also remember what we did. I think that in 10 years, I'm going to look back at it and I'm going to say that all happened so fast because all the information is being released so quickly. Like Information is changing daily, but it feels like a million years have gone by since I've been in my house. So I think that's what I'm going to look back at. I'm going to realize how long it like actually lasted compared to how it felt. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think that was an interesting point about how it feels like forever now. But I think when we look back at it, it's going to feel like it was just an instant. But I also hope I look back on it and remember just like the, the time with family, I think is what I hope to remember. I love that. You too, yeah. Before we end, I would love, it's timely that you just mentioned that, I'd love each of you to tell me a bright moment you've had in the past week that you attribute to being you know, a result of the situation we're in. So a bright moment. I feel like I have a few. So yesterday was my birthday, and I really, really don't like cake. I think it's really gross. I don't know why. I just, I have never liked it. But my mom insisted on making a cake for like four or five hours. And I was like, mom, just don't do it. I went to like take a nap and I came back and my mom had like made a cake. And I was like, mom, why did you do this? And she was just really excited about it. And it was it was really cute. And my sister and I, I don't know, when we were making dinner the other night, it's a meal that my mom used to make a lot. I made a pasta salad. And it was really fun because I kept, I don't know, I kept criticizing everything she was doing. But it was like most of the time jokingly. And she kind of caught on to it. <laughs> and there is something about that sense of connecting when you're cooking together, the kitchen bringing us together. I like that. I made some kombucha with my mom, which we haven't done in a really long time. And it was the first day that we were kind of home. And we were both pretty nervous. We didn't really know what was going on. And... We just kind of forgot about that. We put on some music and we made some kombucha and it felt really nice. And we, it felt pretty safe. Like home kind of felt like a little bit of a sanctuary, I guess. And we've been trying to cultivate that ever since. But I think that was a pretty bright moment. It was when I finally like first felt like, you know what, this could be okay. Yeah, it's something about being able to get out of our heads. Yeah. That nurtures, I think. My brother, he's been in Cape Cod, and he came back last night, but he'd been interacting with not a lot of people, but some people, and so, and he was gonna, he's gonna stay at my 
grandmother's who's in Florida and then head up to Orono before he comes back. But it was just funny because last night he came to have dinner with us and we sat around in the driveway eating dinner and just, and we live on a pretty busy street and there were a bunch of cars driving by and at least one of them slowed down to like five miles an hour before they sped off again and it was just I'm sure it looked odd but we we just we were just having a great time and that was that was a lot of fun I love that social distancing the family but still sharing a meal huh (laughs) yep (laughs) I really appreciate all that you guys are sharing today it's it brings me hope honestly and I think about the fact that it's your generation that will find the solutions to these global issues that are probably going to try to come back. And I I have such faith in the creativity and thoughtfulness that your generation shows that you will not only find ways to hopefully make these sorts of world issues fewer, but also if and when they happen, that you'll have this wonderfully both realistic but also optimistic way of dealing with life when it comes at us in an unexpected way. It feels good to be talking about it to people who I haven't been talking to every day and kind of hear that people are going through the same thing that you're going through. It's pretty nice. And even though we're not obviously face-to-face or even remotely close, it's nice to kind of have that assurance that as much as it sometimes may feel like you're alone, you're not, and everybody's really here and going through the same sort of thing during this time. It feels good to connect with other people, and even though it's not face-to-face, it's, it's still a form of connection. And like Brenna said, just like everyone is going through the same thing, and we're going through it differently, but we're all going through it together. So I feel like it's like, very cool to be able to do something like this where like we're not face to face but we're still understanding each other and hearing each other like it's not a topic that you would like necessarily talk about with like other people it might be i mean like maybe but not like in my household it's not a topic that we would talk about well i really appreciate as i said just appreciate everyone taking this time and yeah and sharing where you are and it wouldn't be a follow conversation if we didn't end it with a single word. So I'd love to ask each of you to describe where you are in this moment. Glass house. I think my word would be continuing. Probably comforted or reassured. I feel buoyed, buoyed by all three of you. Thank you again. Thanks for joining us today. We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration as we all navigate these uncharted waters. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, be well and take care.